This is IQMZ Tech, episode 17, recorded Tuesday, the 9th of September, 2019. Hello and welcome to IQMZ Tech, the show where we talk about some of the biggest tech news stories with people who are passionate about all things electronic. And I'm your boy, JJ Stone, a.k.a. O-Doctor. Always with the pause. And I'm Anthony Lemos, a.k.a. Shameless Amos. If I don't pause, they won't know that it's our show. Right. They'll think it's counterfeit. Right. <laughs> Matter of fact. That's how you would know if I was abducted by aliens. Like, if I ever did it on time, you'd be like, there's something wrong here. <laughs> I know this is no doctor. See, this is, this is, I got plans set in motion. You know what I mean? You ever watch the movie? They try to figure out who's who. That's one of the ways you're going to know that I've been taken. You're going to be like, that was too much on point. Okay. That's not, oh, that's not right. It's going to take me a little while, though, because my OCD will be fired off and be like, oh my gosh, he said it on time. And about halfway through the show, it'll be like, this, wait, this ain't. This right. ain't right. You come and save me, all right? That's all I have. <laughs> Fly to Jersey. Uh, last week, Google's Threat Analysis Group reported on an iPhone exploit that affected all versions of iOS 10 through 12. The exploit, which allowed for the extraction of passwords and personal data, was reported reportedly corrected by Apple within about a week. Now, according to the website The Verge, there seems to be a spin war between Apple and Google on just how impactful the exploit was or could have been. I, I'm excited about stuff like this. I mean, it's like big brother versus little brother or sister mother confrontations. Like it's like we're in the same household. We're we're we, unfortunately we have to be family, but I'm not just gonna let you slide with this stuff. You know what I mean? I love it because at least somebody's checking someone because Apple and Google are so big, even when they do these things like hackathons or they hire companies to try and hack them, we really never know if we're secure or not. Mm. But if Google goes and checks your stuff and they check your homework and your trigonometry ain't right, I mean, I, I yeah. fail trick. But I mean, <laughs> Google going to make sure that everything's the way it's supposed to be. So I, I don't know. I like this kind of stuff going down. Now, I pass trig with a D. The, okay. the minimum score, like the 60%, the very minimum. And that was only because the, the teacher liked me because I understood his jokes. I didn't understand the math, but I understood his jokes. So, um, I, so this is one of the things, the threat analysis group, the TAG, has been doing this for a while and their policy is that they will, they find it, they dissect it. They tell the responsible parties in this case, Apple six months after they tell the, the company, they release it publicly. That's, that's their, their stance. So if you fix it, if you don't fix it, whatever, we don't care. Six months from now, 180 days, we're telling the public what it was and how it worked. So you, it's kind of like forcing their hand to fix it. Now, Apple, for their part, did fix it pretty quickly. And it seems to me that the spin on this is how impactful it really was because apparently it, it in Google's case, they said it, it affected a limited number of websites. It affected all the iPhones and all the iPads, everything else, uh, and they could get everything from you. But it was a limited number of websites. Then Apple comes back and says, well, it was only the, the specific subset of of people in China. So only the sites that were targeted to them and this and that. But you don't know that that was the only people there were those were the only people that were targeted. You only know that those people were targeted. You don't know that no one else was because no one else discovered this. 
and that that was exactly to my point of what I was saying. I can't even trust what Apple says to me about what goes down or what happens, especially yeah. after they just ran their campaign about security and privacy and most secure phone. They put up billions of dollars of billboard ads in Times Square and everywhere else, fixing my mind to say they're the most secure phone. So would it behoove them to lie a little bit about the hack and how it went down and, and who had access to what and where? Of course it does. So I, I'm just happy that somebody's out there checking. Yeah. And it, it keeps them somewhat honest. I mean, again, if they lie on the back end, like you said, they fix it fairly quickly. So I'm happy about that. But, uh, you know, it, like I said, man, it's that brother, that brother on brother crown, that, that, that mother daughter <laughs> fighting boy. It's just, I love it. Somebody checking on somebody. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting story at the least. Um, and I look forward to see if there are were other exploits. And we already know that the iPhones can be hacked, and we don't know how. And Apple doesn't know how that they're being, uh, the, the data is being pulled off. So maybe this is it. Who knows? Yeah, there's also a lot of, um, Apple fixes it fairly quickly, but there's a SIM card hack that unlocks iPhones when you just put in a SIM card. And what happens is Apple usually fixes that hack within a week, mm. but then the people who are doing it just make another one the next week. So it's a it's a cat and mouse whack a mole system that they have going on uh, with that. So and you know, again, if uh, uh, three people can can keep a secret, only if two of them and all the cell phones are dead. Yes. The Center for Disease Control in Atlanta, Georgia, released a statement that there are clinical similarities in many cases that have hospitalized e-cigarette users, including three people that have died. While there has been no conclusionary findings, the CDC and FDA are working closely together on the cases and have analyzed as many as 120 samples from different states in relation to a sudden rash of illnesses. I vape. Um, I don't do little carts and all that other stuff, and I haven't dabbled in the vaping of THC, but this was something that actually really concerned me, and now that I've, I've found that most of the cases were either carts or THC based, I'm a little bit less, uh, less worried. So for those viewing or listening and think this isn't a tech story, it's tech because the technology has changed the way people smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why the story is in there. Also, because I do know you vape. Um, my daughter comes to me and she tells me there are so many kids smoking jewels and things like that in school now and she's only in the seventh grade Mm -hmm. so she has a lot of sixth grade seventh grade eighth grade friends that are already vaping on these things so as a parent you should be aware to check your kids follow them it's hard to smell the smell of this stuff uh it's easy to conceal this stuff it's Mm -hmm. easy to get and hide so i mean just do your due diligence and and check on your kids but it is super scary because again the thc it's not maybe meant to be um, activated this way. And right. who knows what the chemical reaction is once this is happening. And those electronic cigarettes, like they are different than the vape juice. Like the vape juice, like you, the liquid is processed differently. It's in a large container. Um, it's, it's just different than those little cigarettes. I don't even really know how they work. Like they're, the process that they're contained in, is dramatically different compared to vaping juice. So, yeah. Uh, the, and, and people are dying much quicker. Yeah. Like and, if and you say, oh, they went to, they're smoking. Oh, and you know, it is what it is. Well, these people are dying a lot faster. But, and this is something that has just recently, and th- one of the things that, that gets me is 
are these just the cases that they've discovered? Is there are there more cases that they have just haven't linked yet, or did something change in the manufacturing process of the particular products that these people used that are causing the issues? And this comes in where you've had this huge movement against vaping. Like, oh, we don't want kids to vape. We don't want this. We don't want that. Well, kids are already smoking. I started smoking when I was 11 years old. Yeah. You know, like, it's going to happen regardless. I think cigarettes are disgusting and a plague, but I enjoy smoking. So you figure that one out. Um, but if I'm around somebody that's smoking, man, I, I, I can't freaking stand it. Um, but the vaping... It just needs to be studied more. There needs to be a concerted effort to actually look into it and find out what's going on with it, what technology is being used and how it's being used and everything else. And right now, everything is just proprietary and there's no standard set for how you actually vape. And that's one of the reasons why the brand that I use, the brands that I use are like the mainstream brands. I don't go off the off the rails and get the, the specialty stuff or anything else. The, the juice that I use is... is by a company called Humble. They're one of the biggest companies. And the vaporizer I use is by a company called Smoke or Smock, I guess, depending on which. And they're like, they're the biggest company. So I probably have a false sense of security in the fact that I stick with the mainstream, but I haven't heard either of those names in conjunction with any of this. So I think we just need to study it more and, and figure out exactly what's going on with it. And you're right. This is a technology story because we're changing the way through technology through the vaporizer itself, we're changing the way that people acquire nicotine and use it. But we're not, this is what, the technology is ahead of the study. And that's, that's the part that gets me. Yes. And especially again, with the jewel type systems, who knows what the chemical that's used to expose the smoke to come out like a juice. You're literally vaporizing that liquid and you can see that it's a, a large container of liquid that's going on. Whatever they're using or whatever chemical they're using to finite this mm-hmm. for you to get the maximum amount of smoke, it could be powderized. I don't know what it is. I, honestly, that's the thing about you should be proprietary. I don't know how those smaller systems work. It could literally just be a chemical in there that people have an allergic reaction to and only certain people have this reaction, but yeah. we don't know because we don't have enough studies from it. So, again, yeah, just interesting story. Facebook dating has arrived in the U.S. Owen, is this more Match dot com or Tinder? I ain't gonna be single no more. I'm gonna be <laughs> on Facebook getting some girls. I'm gonna be dating on Facebook, stalking people when I'm in public. Oops, I bumped into you. You're cute. Facebook suggest her to me now. Thank you. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. I'm going to just, when I, you know, when like a woman walks into a store and you're like, man, she's cute and she doesn't have a ring. She doesn't have any kids. Maybe she could have two kids. I don't care. But you're like, man, she's cute. I wish I could talk to her, but you're too shy. But then you just mm-hmm. run up next to her and accidentally drop your phone on top of her phone. And Facebook's like, you're single and she's single and you two are within two feet of each other. Oh my gosh. You might want to date. I don't know. Who's going to use Facebook? It's too late. I remember talking about this story almost like what, two years ago? Yeah. Like where, I I mean, Facebook's credibility has only gone through the floor since then. So I don't really know who's going to be using Facebook for dating. Their credibility's dropped, but their usage hasn't dropped. So it's, People trust it less and still use it. I don't. Now, why would you? Why would you want to date on this? I don't. Maybe be, I'm just old fashioned. Am I too old for all, Facebook dating? 
No, first of all, I'm, Facebook I'm obviously is, too married for Facebook dating, but am I too they, old for Facebook dating? <laughs> you're, you're, you're not, and you're wrong all at the same time. Facebook technically is one of the greatest dating platforms that have ever existed on the online system. Okay, before the dating but, aspect of it. Uh, no, before no, before the dating aspect, before they announce that. Okay, right. let, me, let me tell you a story. Uh, sixth grade, me and Susie were kissing in the sandbox. Uh, Susie moved to Connecticut. I never saw Susie again. I'm married. I got two kids. I'm happily married. Susie pops up in my timeline talking about, oh, my God, you remember I used to live next door to you in sixth grade? And I'm like, oh, it's Susie. And next thing I know, I'm flying off to Connecticut. I'm sleeping with you. I think that I love you. I leave my wife and my children. And now we're together because Facebook hooked us up because we haven't talked to each other since middle school. And that's how Facebook dating really works. Okay, <laughs> Facebook dating has been killing marriages for the last 10 years. Okay, Facebook has been destroying lives and happy homes with nostalgia for at least 12 years straight. So, I mean, Facebook's already been in a dating game. They're just way too late. With their aspect of this dating app to Facebook, as far wow. as I'm concerned, I, and this is why I'm rarely on Facebook anymore. And you know, you know, you know, couples ban other people from being on Facebook for this exact reason. You've heard mm-hmm. stories and horror stories about this. I know someone who directly, uh, she's not happily married. She was contentiously married. She had two kids. Her husband was whatever. A friend came up off of Facebook from uh, high school, a girl who was a girlfriend of hers came out to her and said, oh, I was a lesbian in high school and I was afraid to tell you, but I loved you. And now she left her husband and her kids to be with this girl. And now she's a lesbian. Mind you, she's lived 30 something years of her life, married, straight, not a lesbian. But her Facebook high school friend got her to leave her family again not judging love and lesbianism or, or lgbtq none of that i'm just saying the power of facebook nostalgia yeah and your mindset tricking you on the internet when you're having a bad day and somebody's online like i still love you it it, it just man it warps your brain so yeah facebook dating no problem no problem <laughs> nothing to see here it's gonna work out just fine Speaking of nothing to see, Samsung is attempting to launch its Galaxy Fold after a five-month delay. The 7.3-inch folding phone was originally scheduled to in this to release in the spring, but review units sent to media outlets experienced so many screen issues that Samsung pulled the launch and offered refunds for pre-orders. The $2,000 phone is now available for pre-order once again. Oh, and oh, and you're holding two separate phones together. Uh, what are you talking about? This is a this is a folding phone. Look, I it's, folded it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there uh, it is. Yeah. And I'm gonna open it up. Yeah. Oh, it's worth two thousand. Who needs this? Who, I, look, if you're looking at me, who needs this? I don't need this. I can't put this in my pocket. I can't trust myself. And the, and the thickums of it. I mean, my pants already sag with my phone and my keys in my pocket. I can't imagine having two phones at all times. <laughs> In my pocket with my keys. I mean, it's unnecessary. It's two thousand dollars. That's I can get a lot of a lot of other stuff for two thousand dollars. And and it's skinny like a little candy bar when you actually use the regular phone. I mean, it's just a weird thing. It's cool, and I like the fact that we're advancing technology with a foldable screen. Yeah, but I just don't know that I need it for my phone. Yeah, it's 
that's that's where I'm at with it. Is is conceptually, it's great. I, I'm uh, enthusiastic to see one in the wild and and uh, see how people are using it and what problems they come up with. And I think this is a great test case for foldable screens in general. But I have zero desire to actually purchase this or own this myself. I, not even not even purchase, but own it. Like if someone gave this to me, I'd still be using my iPhone 10. Yeah, like um, I, I, I wish I could try it with an iPad, like just for storability, right. carryability, like a foldable screen. Like I, I can get it for a tablet type thing. But for my phone, I'm like, I, I don't need a phablet. My phone's already too big as it is. Right. Yeah. I. I don't know. Yeah. I know some people are really excited about this, and I just see disaster happening again. Conceptually, I think it's great. I can't wait to see how the the wear tests work out on this. Yeah, how, yeah. How how is this gonna? How, how does this gonna? How is this going to stand up to someone who falls over onto their pocket? And how's that hinge in the screen gonna last? It it can't last. I mean, we'll see. We're not in the Star Trek phase yet, bro. Like we're not there. Like. I mean, people dream about it, but we can't do it. I mean, I can't just have my microwave just produce Earl Grey tea without me putting it in there for so. <laughs> I don't believe that this phone is going to work for us, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Amazon announced the soundbar, a new Fire TV Cube, and a new Fire TV editions for the UK and Germany. Bumped up specs, local voice control, and OLED screens. Is um, Amazon going to eventually just brand my entire house? They need to because... The Fire Stick is working for them because people hack it and use it for TV purposes. Mm-hmm. But more and more TVs have smart systems built into them. So it only makes sense for them to start selling their own TV built yeah. in with Alexa and go from there. Because Apple's already made partnerships and deals to start having Apple TV work and being installed in other devices. So it's really, it is a fight to get into your home. And once you're in the home... If you had more options, of course, I'd want to have a sound bar that worked with Alexa along with a lamp that worked with Alexa. So then I wouldn't have to have like what I have right now. Like right now I'm using a Hue light system. Mm-hmm. I have a, a, a show five and my TV has <clears throat> a Google Chrome plug into it. Like I, I literally use everything and I have no problem with that because I use technology enough that I can my brain folds and works. But for regular people, just have one system going yeah. from door to door, room to room work. It, a- Amazon needs to do that to stay relevant and to keep you buying their crap. Well, th- this is one of the things that I decided because we're, we're starting to get into the smart home stuff, the smart lights and the, this and the, that. And during prime day, I just went in all, all in on Alexa. It's, it's the only system that's where I need it to be to start off with. So it's the one that I, cause the family's constantly asking, well, how can we do this? How can we do that? Well, we can do that, but then you know, we'll have multiple systems in this and that. So everything in my house right now, except for this Google thing up here that I don't even have plugged in anymore, everything in the house is Amazon enabled. And it's all working together. It's all working pretty well. Like there's been a couple of hiccups here and there, but it's nothing that I haven't been able to work around. You know, And to the family, it seems seamless. Now I have people... I'm the oldest at 42 and the youngest is four and all of us can use it with minimal problems. And if, if for me, Amazon, they, they, they're just, 
they're just doing it right. They're doing enough of it and they're doing it fast enough that it's making it the best option. And if they want to come out with a sound bar and new fire TV stuff, I'm still going to stick with my Apple TVs because that's just where I'm at in life. But, um, unless there's way better integration, but even then, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Amazon's releasing new stuff. Yeah. I dished Apple TV. Um, I got the 4k and it just wasn't what I wanted it to be. And I, again, now that I can Chromecast most of my stuff to it, whatever, it's just, again, preference of what mm-hmm. it is. But Amazon, in this regard, is doing the right thing, and they're throwing a lot of R&D at it. Uh, like, they made that Amazon clock. Like, again, something you don't need, but hey, they're putting it out there. So I, I have one, and it's been pretty useful. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. You have the clock. Uh-huh. It's tied up to the Amazon show upstairs in the kitchen. So when you set a timer, you can see it from anywhere in on that floor. You don't have to like walk around the house to get to the Amazon show. Okay. So you have the clock on your wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's not this one. I, I'm not your friend anymore. I can't. <laughs> I got to I just take my headphones off. <laughs> You're like one of the three people that bought that clock, and now you're telling me it's useful. So now yep. you're telling me I got to go buy this stupid clock. Oh, no, 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 no. I got it on Prime Day at like $12 or something stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah. For $12, totally worth it. Yeah, it's, it's $12 useful. You, it's you not almost $50 lost, useful. <laughs> you, you almost lost a friendship over something stupid. You, no, you no, no. To, it's you, you need to lead with the $12. <laughs> price, price, I, I did say I was, Prime Day. Uh, uh, you did say Prime Day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next story. Oh, God. <laughs> I was so mad at you. Like, really, in my heart. I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I am upset right now. Apple will be holding their annual September press event tomorrow, the 10th, and among the expected announcements are three new iPhones, an updated Apple Watch with sleep tracking, and a release date for the forthcoming Apple TV Plus service. Which of these actually has you kind of excited about anything? I'm not getting a new phone. No. I'm not getting a new watch. No. And I just told you I'm off Apple TV. So literally, I'm going to be tomorrow... I'm going to sit here with a box of cookies. And I'm just going to throw them at my monitor every time they say something. And I'm like, oh, you want a cookie? <laughs> you want a cookie? You want Because they're just going to be saying dumb stuff over and over again. Yeah. Now we've got our camera with 14 LED sephiroth. And I'm like, okay, does it have night sight? Because if it don't, then you still second in the camera game on a phone. Okay, yep. sleep tracking on my on my Apple Watch. You literally nickel and dime people to keep buying your products. And who sleeps with their Apple Watch on? I can't. I, it's, I, I've i slept with a jawbone on. I used to sleep with the, the little thinner Fitbit. But my Apple Watch is too big. No one sleeps with their regular full watch on. Well, regular see, here, don't. here's the thing. I have a Series Zero, the original Apple Watch. And I have a Series 4, the, my, my daily wear. My Series Zero, I wear at night on the other wrist as my sleep tracking device because there's already been apps for that for years. Yeah. So That's why? So why do I need? What? Why would I buy a new watch just to track the sleep I'm already tracking with a a watch that doesn't even update anymore? Like I said, I'll be just throwing cookies at my monitor. <laughs> like I'm just. And as far I'm as the phones, like I I'm iPhone 10 
It, it, was, it was the best phone they put out, and they haven't done anything to make me regret getting it or desire a new one. Well, I, I finally upgraded to the 10X Max, and I'm satisfied because I have the 512 version, and I still have enough storage. <laughs> so literally, the only thing that makes me get a new iPhone is once I fill up the storage. Now, I have Google Photos. Don't judge me. But I also currently, right now, on my camera roll, have 36,117 images on this phone. These images date back to the original iPhone and mm. date and time to where uh, it's... it's. Wait, let me go back to the first year. 2000 and... No, well, that's not right. <laughs> I have 2010... I have 2002 to 2010, so I have a few photos on here to start that are like OG photos from like when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I have all my photos on here from 2002 on from phones that I've just transferred to this to iPhone system. So I just have them, like, I, and I'm never gonna let it go. I stopped getting the max capacity when I realized, as is the case right now, my I've got the 256 version, and I still have 205 gigabytes available. Um, cause why aren't, why aren't you videotaping and taking screenshots <laughs> of memes and downloading funny Instagram videos? Like, what are you, are you a sociopath? What are you doing I'd, with that phone that you're not just collecting garbage content that you rarely look at, but you might want to bring up to somebody that you saw eight years ago. What are you doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand you as a human being right now. Let me, Maybe so, I'm the only one with the single mother mentality about what goes <laughs> on in my phone. I know so many women that don't even have a computer. Their whole life of photographs of their children has been better yeah. than their phone. No, I, I have. That's, that's the life I'm living right now. I okay? have a Lightroom catalog with over 50,000 pictures in it. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah, where my, all my pictures are. Yeah. Uh, my computer, has, I have over 485,000 digital photographs. Okay. I, yeah. I'm loaded for bear, but I mean, on my but, phone, that's probably my problem with my phone too. I just got to have everything. Bro. See? Got, no. And I got them all in um, Google Photos. I think I have almost 500,000 pictures in Google Photos right now. Wow. And I'm destroying their market of unlimited <laughs> because when they said unlimited, they never dreamed there'd be a person like me that like would go and just test it. Right. I oh man, it's amazing. All right, well let's take a minute to thank the sponsor of this here episode. Do you want to supercharge your form building powers in WordPress? For Gravity has got you covered. For Gravity offers a suite of Gravity Forms add-ons that allow you to schedule automatic reports of your forms submissions, generate editable PDFs on your customers' data, and set form level permissions that prevent users from access- accessing settings they shouldn't be able to. We love For Gravity, and if you make forms, you will you will too. Supercharge your forms today at foregravity.com. For gravity. All right, man. Uh, it's uh, it's time for five on five. This is uh, this little segment where we take five stories from last week and give our one line impression of each. I change it from one word to one line because there's some things in here I have more than one word for. <laughs> <laughs> I I literally think we do have to change this to like a. Uh, a five second thing or something <laughs> instead of just one word thing because it's really hard. Like I, you know, yeah. it's it's hard. 
it's hard. Like, which, I mean, which is we, part we, of the fun, but also, yeah, like we're oh, not man. trying to make this too challenging ourselves. Oh. We're we're not overly smart people. No, we can keep it tight, but I mean, some of these are just like, <laughs> come on. All right, Apple will be live streaming its event tomorrow on YouTube for the first time. Don't have cookies. <laughs> There's another cookie. You want a cookie? Here you go. I'm going to say it's about time because there's I haven't been able to use the the damn app to watch this shit in like three years. Okay. Um, the Beta O'Rourke campaign is demanding Twitter, Facebook, and other social platforms remove disinformation after an alleged link between Beto and Odessa Shooter went viral last weekend. Yeah. Aren't we all demanding they start taking down misinformation duh <laughs> duh like you're demanding something that everyone's been demanding yeah. for the last 17,000 years well, in time. at least stop in, lying in media at, at least <laughs> since 2016 the department yeah, yeah, of justice thing. yeah the department of justice has requested apple and google release a list of users of the obsidian 4 app used for live streaming and calibrating gun scopes Violating my rights. Violate my rights. If you're going to use an app to calibrate a gun, uh, your gun and be able to... F- no shit, the DOJ is going to want to know this. Violate my rights. <laughs> okay. Papua New Guinea is one of the many countries with minimal power grids see, seeing an uptick in personal solar devices used to charge cell phones. If only we could all be a little more solar. True story. This is awesomeness. Yeah. Boston played host to the Straight Pride Parade over the Labor Day weekend and was quickly slammed on Twitter as the oppressed majority was heavily overshadowed by the by a three to one ratio of counter protesters. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> this is what social media is for. Yes. 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 <laughs> Oh man! It, I mean, if you read the article on this, or if you go look up the tweets and the links, it's so funny. It's like, oh gosh, yep. it's literally like one kid at the table of seven wanting peanut butter and jelly, and everybody else is eating spaghetti, <laughs> and they're just throwing spaghetti in your face, like yep. shut up, shut up. <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was bad. It's oh man, Ugh. <sighs> and uh, yeah, and we can get into the social aspects of it offline, but yeah, it, it just yeah. it's it's. That's that's what social media is for. Um, yes. All right. IQMZ Tech records live every Monday morning. We will eventually start streaming these once we get everything figured out. And you can be a part of the show by emailing us at tech at IQMZ.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at IQMZ. I'm your boy, J.D. Sumner, Kale Doctor. I appreciate you for watching this show. We're getting our lives back together. Uh, you can find me on the internet at O Doctor. Where you at, Amos? Uh, I'm at Ethan Kane, E T H A N C A I N E, and you can find me there to see all the social media I don't use because uh, <laughs> he's already married happily. He's not out here Facebook dating. That's just me and my profile. If you're single and you look in the mingle, holler at your boy if I haven't seen you since the ninth grade. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs>